Today's episode is brought to you by Pale Horse Media Co. Head on over to www.palehorsemedia.co for more of your favorite shows, books, and merch. I have two brand new releases for you over at Pale Horse Media Co. The first one, In His Name, My First Dive Into Fiction. It is just a fun, cool thriller if you're into that kind of sort of thing. And and we have the second expanded edition of the original, of the OG Safety Sucks, the bullshit and the safety profession they don't tell you about. I go through, I expand on some thoughts, add some bonus material, reflect on some of the chapters. So if either of those sound like things you should be interested in, again head over to www.palehorsemedia.co CO or find them on your Amazon marketplace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books of the podcast of the merch store of everything. It truly means the world to us. This, this, this show is brought to you by safety FM. Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, Safety Sucks, the bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about. Head on over to Amazon and get yourself a copy. You can also find it at Barnes & Noble and many other places that you find books. We're also brought to you by PaleHorseMedia.co. Head on over to www.PaleHorseMedia.co. You can check out this podcast, Hey Y'all with Sam. You can check out really, um, we'll just say effing, really effing scary stories and all kinds of other great stuff. We have videos over there. One of my favorite places is the merch shop. You can get your favorite merch from all of the shows that we have going on from t-shirts to hats to just really, really cool stuff. So head on over to PaleHorseMedia.co. .co for more. Last but not least, we're brought to you by hopuniversity.org, your source for on-demand human and organizational performance training. You can also get into contact there uh, if you want us to come out, hang out with you, teach you some hop stuff, do stuff in person, on-site, all that kind of stuff. Head on over to hopuniversity.org. <laughs> Sam Goodman, The Hop Nerd, bringing you another episode of The Hop Nerd Podcast. How are things going in your neck of the woods? i got to tell you, things are going absolutely great here in the sunny and the beautiful downtown Phoenix, Arizona. We are coming to you from the Pale Horse Media Co. Studios. Go over to www.pellhorsemedia.co for more. You can find more stuff about this podcast, all kinds of neat stuff from our other podcasts, like really freaking, we'll keep, we'll say freaking for now, really, really effing scary stories. You know that I'll devolve into all kinds of profanity before the end of this, uh, but we'll keep it, we'll keep it kind of clean here at the beginning. You can also check out our latest podcast, Hey Y'all with Sam Goodman, if you want to go down that wonky rabbit hole. It's a lot of fun. We're doing all kinds of cool stuff over at Pell Horse Media Co. We've got a great merch store that carries stuff from all the aforementioned podcasts like the hot nerd. So we've got some really cool t-shirts, really cool hats. I've told you before, like I am a nerd for good t-shirts. Like I can't stand like these like boxy, I don't want to name any names, but maybe like a Hanesy. I guess that's probably like Hanes style t-shirts that feel like you're wearing like a wool sweater or like a cardboard box that you like duct tape together around your body. Like you can't move. They're stiff. It just kind of sort of Socks, right? So I'm a fan. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd of like these kind of soft t-shirts that are, you know, uh, not boxy, 
not too soft because look, if they're too soft, then you wash them and then they shrink up and they turn into like a crop top. And listen, listen, you, no shame for me. Like I'll rock the crop top muffin top all day long, right? I, but I'm just, you know, I'd rather have a t-shirt that stays relatively the same size. So I guess that's a really long rant to tell you that like I'm really invested in making sure that the merch is of quality, made of quality stuff. So really cool hats, really cool t-shirts and all really cool quality. So if you want to, you know, support the podcast or support anything else that we have going on over at Pell Horse Media Co. Head on over there, check out the merch store. You can find all that stuff on any of our websites like, uh, I don't know, www.thehopnerd.com. And if you have just a few minutes and you want to show us some love, it really helps us a lot if you scroll on down in your podcast player and leave us a review, um, show us some stars, all that kind of sort of stuff. It helps us a ton. It quite literally keeps the lights on around here. It helps me to continue to bring you this awesome content and bring more people into this conversation, which is super duper duper important, right? I think that's probably one of the coolest things about what's been going on lately with this podcast and, and even the non-safety related podcasts that look, I'm a podcast nerd in general, right? I think you probably put those things together by now, but it's bringing together this community around something and it's nice to have a larger community. So if you share this with your friends, if you take that little link, you copy that, you share it over on your LinkedIn or you take that little link, you share it over on your Facebook. If you got an FB or a Twitter or anything like that. Oh, and speaking of which, follow along on all things social media. You can find me on Twitter under Sam U. Goodman. Uh, it'll come up as Sam the Hop Nerd. You know how to find me on LinkedIn. You'll find this ugly mug. Just search Sam Goodman. I'm pretty much everywhere. Everything's pretty much the Hop Nerd or Sam Goodman, except for Twitter because it is super duper special. It is at the Hop Nerd one. Go over, like, follow, all that kind of stuff. I guess any way that you can show us some love, show us some love. It, again, it just, it helps us a ton, an absolute ton. And thank you to everyone that has continued to support the podcast through all of those things. It really has been an amazing thing to see the way that this community has come together. Um, these conversations, as I, as I share a bunch, I say this a bunch, and it's kind of sort of what we're going to talk about today a little bit. I think that through conversations, it's really how we make the world a better place to work. So with all that being said, let's just, let's just jump right down this rabbit hole, and you should be able to guess it by now, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, conversations and kind of the importance of conversations and all of that kind of sort of stuff. You all have been asking for these kind of just me chatting sort of type of kind of things, and that's what I've been doing lately. So I've kind of, I'm not saying that I'm not interviewing, right? I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to chat with some really great folks. We're pulling together some interviews for you in the future, but like I've shared with you, we went from like not doing interviews to basically exclusively doing interviews to now we're trying to find, like I'm trying to find like this, I keep saying we, it's me, I'm trying to find this, this like happy medium. So I listen to you, I listen to you, and that, that's what what we're going to do today. I'm going to talk just a little bit about my personal views on communication and dialogue, conversations, right? Conversations. So let's start right here and say that, you know, we're in a really interesting time and this this podcast is not meant to get political at all. So please, please don't take it that way. That is, that is not my intent. But I think that there's some really interesting parallels um, that we see between kind of just kind of where we're at in society and things that manifest within our workplaces. So for all my friends in the States, you know what I'm talking about. For all of my international friends, you, you probably know what, what I'm talking about too, right? There's been some really crazy stuff that's kind of happened here in the U.S., especially around dialogue, especially around different things with sharing one's opinions, uh, especially around kind of um, I don't know, maybe censorship and stuff like that, which is probably not 
great in the grand scheme of things, right? I don't, I don't it's probably probably not good stuff. It, let's let's remove probably. It's not good stuff all the way around. So I really I think this. I, I think this. I think dialogue matters a lot. And I think that any time that we're going out of our way to try to shut down dialogue, it's probably bad for us, right? It, it's, it's probably bad for us. And let's even take like the more extreme example. Let's say that in our heart of hearts that we absolutely know that whatever this opinion is, insert any, you know, crazy opinion here, uh, any crazy view, any crazy thought here, um, let's just draw the broad assumption that we collectively agree, a majority of people collectively agree that it is maybe flawed or not great or horrible or any of the above. Um, when we silence that, when, when we just say, hey, shut up, when we just say, hey, no, 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 we don't have time for your thought. No, no, no. Hey, listen, just you're wrong or I'm mad at you now because you said something that I disagree with. I am absolutely offended and outraged and, and so on and so on and so on. Those feelings, those thoughts, those things, they don't go away. They, they, they don't disappear. Right? And, and when you tell someone to just, hey, I don't agree with you, so you equal dumb or you equal morally unsound, then we just shove those things underground and we usually just enrage that person on the other side of that equation. Right? We usually just give them more fuel for their fire. Right? So it's not doing anything good. Right? Even if we're going, this is morally not right, and we, we, we silence someone, we shut them up, we tell them, no, 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 you're not allowed to speak anymore because a handful of people have banded together and said that uh, we agree that you shouldn't have the right of, of speech in, in any way, shape, or form, uh, so you're going to not be allowed to do that. Again, those things, those things don't go away. That person's opinion, they, they don't look at you and go, oh, you know, they're probably right. They're, they're probably right. No, you just piss them off. You just entrench them more in that belief. So what positive thing are you really doing? Is there going to be any real positive outcome from that? Uh, and I would venture to say there's going to be a lot more negative than there would be positive, right? There's just going to be a ton more bad stuff come from that than there's ever going to be positive things. We see this kind of happen at work a lot. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to paint just a really wide swath of just all workplaces suck. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that this is kind of a normal occurrence in work, right? We bring a group of people together to try to accomplish X, what, whatever X might be, right? We bring a, a, a wide array of people together, a group of folks to try to accomplish something in our organization. You know, you get a, a pretty good chunk of folks together agreeing on something, and then you have a dissenting voice or dissenting voices within that group, Rather than valuing those dissenting voices as maybe another way to view things, we remove them from the group a lot of times, right? We, we exile them from the project. We move them out of the meeting. We, we cancel the meeting, right? We go on the calendar, we cancel the meeting, and then we redo the meeting invite without those dissenting voices in it, we create that little echo chamber where we're all just kind of, you know, patting each other in the back, high five and going, oh, yeah, we all say the same stuff like a little robot army. It's all good. When we're working on challenging things in our organizations, when we're trying to solve interesting and complex problems within our organizations, when we're going through the hard times, when shit has hit the fan, when we're going through the real tough stuff, that is not the time 
at all to kind of sit on our moral high horse. That's not the time to posture and, and virtue signal. That's a time to listen to each other, to learn from each other, to embrace dissent, to have open and honest conversations. It's not a time to beat people up and say, look how grand my thought is compared to yours. In those times, it's time for conversation. Real deal, open conversation. Because even if the thoughts that the people, that's, that someone is expressing, offend you, even if the thought, the, the ideas that people are expressing are absolutely wrong, let's just draw a big assumption here and say that they're horrid and that they're wrong, guess where bad ideas go to die? Out in the open. Bad ideas die by challenge. They die by debate. Bad ideas only fester in darkness. They cannot live in the sunshine, right? We, we talked about this. Um, I shared this during a podcast um, when I was talking to the one and only Dr. J. Allen, and we were talking about my latest book, Obscured, that I had written. That's a pretty personal kind of memoir, deep dive into coming out, right? And um, he had basically, to kind of paraphrase here, he had basically asked a question. He's like, well, what, what, what do you do, you know, with any hate that you're going to get from this book? Because there are not great, there's some not great people in the world, right? And they're going to use this uh, as an opportunity to attack you. And my, to, to kind of shorten this story a little bit, my, my answer was, that's fine. I think that's great. I think that, you know, in the public square, when people throw out these kind of horrible ideas, these horrible thoughts about maybe who I am based off of who I love, I think that's great because it shines a big, bright spotlight, right? It, it shines a massive, a massive beacon on them and says, well, look at this dumb idea over here. Let's, let's just show how dumb this idea actually is. I would rather it be out in the public. I would rather it be out open conversation because, again, bad ideas die in, in public. Bad ideas die through conversation. You know, in our organizations, a lot of times we have these things that we call like speak up, you know, speak up or else programs. We have stuff where we say, you know, we want you to trust us and we want you to tell us stuff. If you don't agree with something, if you find suck in the organization, if you find not so great things in the organization, make sure that you tell us so we can band together and fix those things. And then when we have someone that raises, that raises a, a dissenting point of view, a lot of organizations will go, no, 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 you can say anything but that. Don't, don't, don't say that. You're, you're not allowed to say that, that one. Or no, 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 no. You said something about safety, and safety is a really big moral thing that we cling to, and so you can't ever say anything negative about the way that we do safety because that might shine a bad light on us, and that's not good. So no, 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 no. Someone raises a concern, right? Just again, we're any type of concern, and we'll do this thing where we start to explain away the concern, right? I, I'm going to put myself in that position of being a leader and an employee's reporting uh, some type of concern, even if it's maybe low level in my personal opinion, right? And I'm going to quickly go, well, you know, internally, I'm going to say, well, that's not how I feel. I don't feel like that about this organization. I don't have that problem within this organization. I've never experienced that within this organization. So based off of my personal experience, I know what you're telling me is, is not true. I, I've, I just choose to not believe that. So let me quickly explain away how that is not true. Now, a lot of times we'll do that in a very polite manner. You know, we're not just going to say, shut up, don't say that. That's not how most of this occurs, right? We're, but we're going to shut down the conversation by pouring all the positive on top of you and saying, no, 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 listen, that's just not true. You know, that's the, you know, I, I get that you might feel that way in that particular situation, but that is a, you know, famous last words. That is an isolated event, 
Well, okay, so what if it is? So what if it is? This individual is bringing up an idea. They're bringing up a concern. They're bringing up a thought. They're, they're taking this courageous stance of standing up in front of you or a group of people to express how they feel about something or their opinion about something. I will promise you that is probably the most important thing to them at that moment, right? Because if it, if it wasn't, if it didn't matter, if it did not matter, who would take that risk? No one. Right? Anytime that we raise our voice, anytime that we open our mouth, we're taking a risk. Right? You think about that, you know, to my, my safety pros and my, my hop nerds out there, you know, we've been there, right? Our employees are there, people are there all the time where we get in front of a group and we're going to have to express an, uh, maybe an unpopular opinion. Because I will tell you, I will absolutely tell you, and I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. When you start down your human and organizational performance journey, your journey to safety differently, in an organization that has, is, is rooted in more traditional approaches to safety, the things that you're going to bring up, you're taking a huge risk. You're viewed as blasphemous almost, right? This safety person, no, so-called safety person, because I don't really think they care about safety, listen to the kind of stuff that they're saying, came into this meeting and told us that all accidents are not preventable. And can you believe they use the word accidents? Don't they know that we use the word incidents around here because there's no such thing as an accident? This air quote safety person doesn't have a clue what they're talking about. That's a huge risk, right? That's a huge risk. So in that organization, this make-believe organization that's, you know, rooted in traditional safety, and we're starting to have conversations about human and organizational performance, that can be a career ender, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that could be that could be a, a career ender for maybe a more backwards organization. And my point is this: is that if we silence things that we just instantly go, no, 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 the group believes that that's wrong. We've got together as a group and we believe that you're wrong, so you're you're wrong. We voted your opinion off the island, so no, it's you just need to shut up. We voted on what the truth is. So once we, you know, we got together in the you know in a in a super secret squirrel meeting and we we voted silently to determine what our organizational truth. Is and you're not it. Your opinion just does not line up with that. Most thought that leads to significant and positive change within organizations, within society, within the world, right? Doesn't start just as a grand majority opinion. We usually start from a place of being the dissenting voice, right? We're, we're oftentimes the minority. Sometimes we are the one, the one dissenting voice. And through these continued conversations, open debate, bringing ideas out into the air, right out into the sunshine, can explore the actual validity of what we're talking about, right? If we just say, no, that hop stuff, I don't know what you're talking about. This whole thing about not beating people is a horrible thing. We've been using sticks and carrots for a long time. We all banded together and agreed that, and agreed that sticks and carrots are the best way that we know how. That's our truth. We believe collectively as a majority that your dissenting opinion is invalid and does not matter. Right? Just look back on human history, and there's we've done a lot of dumb shit that we've all collectively agreed at the time was great. It was great. It was good stuff, right? I won't get down any rabbit holes of what those things are. Crack a history book, right? We banded together as people, as, as a grand majority of people, and said, no, <laughs> this is a great idea to do to this really dumb thing for a really long time, right? And we do that in our organizations, right? We do that in our organizations as well. And then when someone challenges this really not great thing that we've done for a really long time, we just band together and say, no, the majority has spoken. 
The majority has spoken. So your dissent is instantly discredited. Your idea is instantly discredited. And then we take that a step farther and take away people's ability to share their ideas, to share their thought, to be the unpopular opinion, to be the dissenting voice. Dialogue matters, and it matters a lot, even if the dialogue is unpopular, even if the thought, the ideas are unpopular. It matters. It's important. It's vital to our organizations if we want to grow, if we want to get better. Hell, at the end of the day, if we just want to understand each other just a little bit more, if we want to grow better relationships at work, if we want to create an environment in which honesty is possible, dialogue matters a ton. Open dialogue. The ability to share your views, to share an unpopular opinion. Right? We have to have that element. I don't want to get too buzzwordy here, but we have to have enough psychological safety in our organizations. We have to create enough of that to where people can stick their neck out without fear of having their head lopped off just because their opinion might not align with the opinion of the majority in the organization. First thing that happens is some people throw out some bad ideas. Right? We bring those bad ideas out into the daylight. We examine those ideas as a group. We can see that those ideas might not be so great, and they quickly die on the vine. By gagging your workforce, by silencing dissent, by taking away the ability for people to share diverse opinions, diverse thought, even, even when unpopular, even if it's unpopular, we're only causing harm and killing organizational progress. We're doing the opposite of betterment. When we shut down opinion simply because we do not agree with it, we're moving backwards. We're taking 10 steps back. We're signaling to our workforce, to those employees on the sharp end and and all throughout the organization that your opinion only matters if it aligns with mine. Your opinion only counts if it aligns with the majority of the organization, even if It's really important, even if your dissent could really help, even if it could really change the world, should remain silent unless you agree with me. We're telling our workforces that they should speak up, but we're demonstrating to them that they should remain silent. We really have to lean into our belief that people are the solution. We can't just shut down conversation and say, no, no, people are the solution, just not that person. That doesn't work. It will never work. You do that once, everyone else can see it. Everyone else will feel it. Everyone else will grow silent. And silence is the enemy of progress. Silence is the enemy of betterment. What do you think? Like it? Love it? Hate it? Like it? Love it? Gotta have more of it? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Sam at thehotnerd.com, thehotnerd at gmail.com. I love, I'm, I'm loving these little uh, ranty conversations. You guys asked for it. I'm bringing them to you. There you go. That's all I've got. I'm done. I'm, I'm wrapping it. That's it. Just remember, through conversations, that's how we make the world a better place to work. And even, let's just say that, let's just say it's not. Let's just say that we have a bunch of conversations and work still sucks. At least at the end of the day, through those conversations, we'll understand each other a little bit better. Even if we completely disagree with each other, conversations make us relatable to each other. 
We can have those conversations and see each other eye to eye, or maybe eye through computer to eye. How, however, it's going to work in 2021. We're, you know, we're still waiting to see. But at the end of the day, if we understand each other just a little bit more, if we can have some empathy for each other, some compassion, that can't be a bad thing. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd. <gasps> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>